I envisioned that we would have a chance to compete with the big boys, and that's where we're at. All you got to do is get in, you know, and it's about placing yourself the very best position to where you can move. You get to, you get a home game, and then maybe you get a second home game, and now all of a sudden it gets a little easier, you know. If you're able to get a one seed, you only got to win two games, right? And so that's that's always the objective. But ultimately, once you get in, then it's about matchups, and you find a way to win, and you may have to win two to nothing, and it's okay. And they found a way to win. Dan Campbell saying, I'm not pinching myself here. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say this is surreal that we're here. This is what we did. We had a plan. We executed it. And that's why we're here. And they are on the cusp of an NFC championship uh, as they head off to the West Coast to take on the Niners. Guys, it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing when he just says, hey, this wasn't ordained, but we worked our plan. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. We played that uh, press conference, that first press conference yeah, that we did week. last week. <clears throat> I heard that more and more this weekend, especially after the game, <laughs> these different uh, reporters were playing that press conference. You guys, he delivered. He came in here and said he was going to bite kneecaps and all that. And some people made fun of him for that. And he was asked about that. And he said, I, you know, I don't care. Um, <laughs> right, right. But he said that he would return this team to a winning atmosphere and look what he's done in just three seasons uh i i just cannot believe it they were one win shy of the playoffs last year and now they're one win away from the super, super bowl, bowl. Can right you even believe this and it may not be surreal to the people inside that locker room but it is to fans who have been long suffering lloyd you almost cried driving i'm telling to work. you it was it was hard it was hard i mean you really start taking it in you see the detroit skyline uh you see all the different buildings the fisher building gm uh guardian building all these buildings in the skyline and you say wow you know it's it's really happening here and it's taken such a long time it hasn't happened in my lifetime uh there are people who have seen you know the the lions winning winning a championship back in 57 but that was before my time <laughs> yeah it was interesting I, what i loved about dan campbell yesterday he said you know this thing when you look at it the people that we brought here this is all about character and can-do spirit. There's nothing easy about it. And to be able to win in the playoffs and do what we did, that group of guys, we get guys like you know, Frank, man, battling for the injury, get back out there and help us win a game. It just, you know, it speaks volumes to the type of guys we got in the character. And, uh, you know, Derek Barnes comes away with a huge pick there at the end, uh, game on the line. And, you know, I thought our defense played outstanding, you know. They didn't stumble into this. They just did what they had to do. And the hookups between Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown were incredible. Yeah. And, and, and Laporta. Yeah. Talk about character guys. Derek Barnes just sort of was here still when Jack Campbell was drafted. And he was like, that's okay. I'm going to do my job. Uh -huh. He didn't say anything. And look, he made the play of the game to seal the victory. It's like guys like that. This really is about the team. And, um, uh, Jared Goff said they're not here by accident. It's, it's a credit to all the guys in there. Um, we've said this a million times about how the, it's the same group. It's not like we've you know added a ton. It's a lot of the same guys, and, and, and Brad and Dan have been very intentional about bringing in those type of guys who can, who can handle moments like today and moments like last week and, and ups and downs of a season. And um, I think it's all been intentionally done by them, and um, we're not here by accident. They're not. No. They had this plan. They're executing it to perfection. If you want to hear Campbell in the locker room where we could wait for 
for another time during the show, but yeah. it'll make you want to no, run. No, we need to hear it. All right, it'll make you want to <laughs> run through. And look what you guys did. You went out there and the what? It's another f***ing hot team that we knocked off. It's the next hot team that you knock off. Do you know how hard it is to win in this league in the playoffs? Do you understand what you're doing right now? What we're capable of? That's two. All right, that's two. We got two to go. With a bye in the middle. He's got me holding on to my kneecaps. <laughs> there was a sign in the, the fans were holding a sign, one of them, and it was like one kneecap, knee, kneecap check, another kneecap check, <laughs> one hunk check. And you know how he said that in his first preview? Yeah. Got a couple more to go. And yesterday was three years to the day that he was hired. It's working out. And and then they, they do this yesterday. And the, they're going to have a watch party down there, too, uh, guys, at Ford Field uh, for the uh, uh, San Francisco game. And the game is going to be on all the video boards and display screens within Ford Field. The doors will uh, open at 5 p.m. And tickets go on sale today. Uh, the ones who um, – the some of the uh, the earlier ticket sales, 10 o'clock will be for those uh, season ticket holders. They'll get it, uh, be able to get tickets at 10 o'clock. Everybody else at 3 o'clock today. And a portion of the money generated from the event will be contributed to the Detroit Lions Foundation. So you're given to a good cause. You're going to be down there with a bunch of people. Ford Field is going to be on jam again. And uh, you can pick up some tickets today to see it uh, on the big screen down at uh, Ford Field. Yeah, the only thing that they said was a bit dimmed the luster yesterday is they realized it was their last home game in front of their fans. And and you've got to know that yeah. they take a ton of energy. For, and what again, what a great crowd. I believe they broke the decibel level again. Again, yeah. Yeah. Surprised the meter even works anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is so exciting, guys. It's happening. I'm, it is. I'm just so excited. And give a lot of credit to the to the uh, office as well. I mean, Sheila Ford uh, and Sheila Ford Hamp came in, changed the culture, yes. hired the right people. Yes. They're winning football games. They're not a joke anymore. They are winners. Yeah. See what they could do against the number one team. I may be crazy here, but I I see the same thing here that Joe Dumars did. When you draft character guys, it's going to have it's going to lift everybody's boat. You know, when you stick with guys yeah. that behave themselves, that aren't selfish, that make sacrifices for the other guy. And I thought Dan Campbell really articulated that well yesterday. Because all of these guys are going to do things for the benefit of the team, not themselves. That's a key ingredient to success. It is. 100%. Yeah. Um, we've got a big change. It's down to a two-man race, Lloyd, as uh, we head into the New Hampshire primaries. The first major test. Can you believe what kind of a nominating process is this? <laughs> that we get to the first primary and we're already down to two candidates that's right uh, florida governor ron DeSantis suspending his 2024 republican presidential campaign just before the new hampshire primary DeSantis, once seen as a major contender endorsed his bitter rival donald trump leaving trump and former u.n ambassador nikki haley as the last major candidates in the race DeSantis cited the need to honor his pledge to support the republican nominee i signed a pledge to support the republican nominee and i will honor that pledge he has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. Meanwhile, uh, Trump, adopting a more conciliatory term, uh, tone, rather, expressed eagerness to work with DeSantis to win the general election. He just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but you know, it's something though, guy. That Ron uh, talked about Nikki Haley and you know the whole warmed over right. thing, kind of, kind of similar to what he was trying his, to do. His 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 bag <laughs> his bag of policies didn't exactly meet the test, did they? Exactly. And here's the thing: they also didn't meet the test in 2018, 2020, or 22. So. He he he's right that you need to appeal to a broader range of voters. Donald Trump has done that, but if you take Donald Trump out of the equation, that's not been a winning formula yet. And and how about the donors too? You know they they played a part in that because they I'm sure they said you know uh, Mr. DeSantis, uh, this is not going to work, and so I don't want to start giving you more. I mean, two days money. ago he was vowing yeah. that he was going to continue to South Carolina. Yeah, until the donors. Well, got and, to and we should know too <laughs> that Ron DeSantis honored a pledge that Donald Trump wouldn't take. Right, right to to uh, to to back the eventual nominee. That's right. um, we do, you know, the biggest trick question of the morning is: is who's chairman of the state Republican Party? Um, I, I think you would have to check two: uh, Pete Hoekstra and Christina Caramo. Um, we, Pete Hoekstra, with seventy state committee votes behind him, uh, is now, at least according to that faction of the Republican Party, the new chair. Uh, Christina Caramano calls that fake news. It's all going to have to get sorted out in court. There's already been something filed at Kent County Circuit Court. Um, meantime, for the first time, we are hearing something from the Republican National Congressional Committee. They sent a cautionary letter to the uh, Michigan Republican Party saying, look, uh, we sent you $263,000, and we don't know what you did with it. Mm. It appears that you didn't spend it the way you were supposed to spend it. You spent it on this conference up in Mackinac. You did a lot of other things. It's the first time we've seen a national Republican group start to lean away from Christina Caramo's faction. But again, we'll see how that sorts out. Uh, when we come back, I'll be checking in with Mike Lee, as we always do on Monday mornings, to check out the business climate, the big business stories in Crane, Detroit business. This is JR Morning.